This podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to viewers and others. Yo, what's going on? I am Scoozy. And I am S. Foster. Oh, man, my man, I cut out. And this is Viewers Anonymous. Um, you know what I'm saying? We're having a little technical difficulties at the beginning of this podcast, but I'm pretty sure that he is going to catch back up. Um, but, man, this is going to be a very, very special episode this week, man, because we got something that is, listen, brand spanking new episode. You know what I'm saying? This is a, a movie that literally, literally just got done watching it. So this is going to be like reactionary, like right off the rip or something that, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how people really do it. I don't know if people actually listen to the podcast first and then see the movie. I don't know if people watch the movie and then listen to the podcast. I'm not quite sure how people actually listen to these podcasts, but hopefully um, the people have seen it because like Scoots Brunson always put at the very beginning of the podcast, it's spoilers alert. Like I know he's probably going to get on me for even saying this, because the whole point of us putting it at the beginning of the podcast is letting you know right off the rip, it's going to be spoilers. So I hope you don't kill me with that one. But we got them back, man. What's up, <laughs> man? What's good, man? What's going on, bro? I'm trying to I'm trying to get my signal and everything right right now, mm-hmm. man. Um, but yeah, definitely, bro. That I can I got I'll be catching myself doing that shit too with the spoiler shit, man. Um, yeah. I, I was look, I was feeling time, and I had to feel that time while you was out, man. You were gone man, I appreciate it. That. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's tough, man. They I, my kids playing the video games right now, so you know what I'm saying. I gotta make sure they gotta cut one of them bad boys off in order to uh, keep a good signal. And then it's crazy because I just got a different router, and I upped in my my uh, internet plan, so I, I don't know what's going on, man. Man, it's a scam, man. They're scamming all of us, man, because they know we, they know we gotta have it, and they know we gonna pay for mm-hmm. it regardless. So I they're like, look, believe it. we can give y'all the least amount of shit and tell y'all we giving you, yeah, you know I'm saying the best coverage ever, yeah. and you paying for it, and you ain't gonna do nothing but complain about it. You yep. know what I'm saying? And still but, gonna pay man, for it. Yes, sir. Every time, every time. Mm, but man, mm, but how you doing though, man? Everything good? Man, I'm great, man. Um, got done with a, you know, what I'm saying a, a real crazy work week, you know, what I'm saying. But you know, excited about this episode. Got a, a baseball game tomorrow, so you know, it's go, it's gonna be pretty good, man. It's gonna it's gonna end up, you know, all fair and uh, that's not how I'm supposed to say that, but it's gonna end up good. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say. I was about to say it's gonna end up all fair and war, but I was like, nah, I don't think that's I don't think that's where that <laughs> nah, goes. We ain't going to war. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Yeah, not at all. That's what I'm saying. I, listen, man, I, I told you, bro, I, I fell asleep earlier. I was trying to stay up, bro. I've been in the sun all day and shit, but I'm good now. I'm I'm here. That is, that is <laughs> how funny, you doing, man. bro? That is too funny. Uh well, I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, a little upset that I agreed to go in to work tomorrow. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. On a Saturday. I don't, I don't really like fucking with the Saturdays, but they want us to be a team and say, oh, well, this guy hasn't been off on a Saturday in this long. And, you know, so I'm like, man, whatever, man. So this this uh, this will be a – it's still going to be a five-day work week for me. So it's like, man, let me just go ahead and knock this shit out real quick. So yeah. – but, man, it's been a heavy podcast week, man. Um, You know what I'm saying? We – we uh we did our normal Tuesday, you know what I'm saying? And you know mm-hmm. this past weekend, cause cause we was working, man. Cause the holiday week, man, you put in a lot of work. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. did a you did a stolen time pod- podcast with me. I did a shameless episode of uh, 28 minutes or less. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Then we did a bonus episode, which I thought you was gonna put out before this one. Oh, but- no. Got to put the bonus last, man. Got to put the, oh, the bonus last. last. Yeah, yeah, we got we, to, we got something special for y'all. This already it's already. It's already mm-hmm. there, you know what I'm saying? It's already been done. And then, man, I finally got that one interview in. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, um, I was listening to that earlier, man. I ain't finished it, but it's, it's, it's starting off good, man. Yeah, man. I uh, got, uh, got my guy Sergio, uh, Sergio Gillum on the podcast with me, you know what I'm saying, uh, coaching the uh, arena football rank. So, you know what I'm saying? It, it turned out to be a good episode, man. So that, it was real fun to do. That's what's up, bro. That is what's up. So, man, listen. Um, for for everybody that's listening, uh, we are doing something that's actually pretty fairly new. Uh, I don't think we ever did this before. Nah, so this we, first time. Okay, yeah. So we are doing an instant reaction um, pod to a movie that just came out today. Um. I'm actually looking forward to doing this later on down the line as well. I know, you know what I'm saying? We done tried a whole bunch of stuff and put a whole bunch of stuff together, but this is one of the ones where it's it's a little bit more difficult to do because we've, we just seen it. So Mm -hmm. we really don't have everything processed like it would be, or like we could from, you know what I'm saying? A movie that we've seen not too long ago and, Excuse me, you know what I'm saying? We rewatched, you know what I'm saying, to do the episode. So this is just we going off for of one full watch. Um some distractions, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some, <laughs> some sleep in between, <laughs> like all kind of shit. So we tried to get this movie in. We you know what I'm saying, we got it in, it's finally done. Um so the movie that we're doing today is The Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It. Uh just came out um today, Friday. June 4th, um, it's rated R. It was um, specially released on HBO Max. Shout out to them for doing that deal with Warner Brothers. I think that was probably one of the best deals made during the pandemic. You know, uh, mm-hmm. no no competition there. I can't lie to you. I don't I don't see anybody giving them any competition. It's a lot. It's a lot of other movies that they have coming down the line. So far, they they've been dropping bombs. I mean, nothing but bombs on Netflix. They've been dropping it on Amazon Prime. They've been dropping it on uh, Hulu, all of them. I don't, I don't think they're going to be able to keep up if HBO Max keep this up. Now, before we get into it, it's rumored that, and I haven't checked this yet because I was watching the movie, but I believe that Loki is on Disney Plus now. I thought it was supposed to be the. I thought it was supposed to come out this win this upcoming Wednesday. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you. I'm gonna I'm gonna take your word for that until I go check because I don't know. But 
I was seeing something on YouTube where it had like the full first uh episode. Uh-huh. So I don't know. Um, but if that's the case, man, I, I think that's one of them that you know what I'm saying we might have to get to as well. Because I think that's gonna be probably one of the one of the best joints that they put together. Yeah, I'm looking on here now. I don't see I don't see Loki. So okay, I, cool. I think yeah, I, I but if I'm not mistaken, it's supposed to be Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's upcoming okay. Wednesday, yep. All right. Well I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure I keep my ears and eyes out for that one because man, listen, the TV series that they've had so far with WandaVision with um Falcon and Winter Soldier, they've been they've been the shit, man. I yeah. can't lie. So they've Loki been, looked like it's gonna be a good one. <clears throat> Yeah, and you you are a villain guy. Oh so, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. I, I know I know you really you really fuck with Loki. Like my thing with Loki is he just he be back and forth, man. But yeah, I, mean, see, I get they it. Made him an anti-hero in this one. I get it because I mean by back and forth because it's like you know one minute he he's against Thor and the next thing you know he's helping Thor out and then yeah. it's like you know what I'm saying. So it, mm-hmm. he kind of go you know. Like he can't make his mind up if he if he wants to be the villain. I mean, I know he wants to be the man. Like mm-hmm. that's that's evident. Like we know mm-hmm. Loki wants to be the man, but it's just like his love for his brother is kind of like you know keep him. Yeah, that's guess, the beauty of, of it. Though. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. You know what I'm saying? He has that. He has that battle in in himself to where it's like you know he has that envy. He has that jealousy. Of wanting to be the king of Asgard, wanting to be loved by Odin, you know what I'm saying, the same way that he loved Thor. And you know what I'm saying? He wants the people to love him just uh just like they love Thor. But he also has, you know what I'm saying, that love for Odin and that love for Thor and Asgard that, you know, he'll 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 go as far as he can, but he won't go too far. And I think that's the, you know what I'm saying, like that's the genius of it all, uh, that makes that character what it is. Um, and one more time before we get to it, you know what I'm saying? This is something that we said we're going to try to start doing. So, um, real quick, what do you have for the people to, to put an eye on to watch? Uh, real quick, because I haven't, I haven't started the third season yet, Mm -hmm. but, um, I've been a fan of the first two seasons, and that is Black Monday on Showtime. You know what okay. I'm saying? They got uh, Regina Hall, mm-hmm. got uh, Don Cheadle. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's about – well, it, it eventually started about the uh, the crash of the, um, of the stock market in mm-hmm. the either late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. And um, – Obviously, it has a whole bunch of side stories to or whatnot, but um, but I'm I'm getting to the end. I'm about to, I'm about to finish up City on the Hill, and once I finish up City on the Hill, that's when I'm going to start back on Black Monday. So, I think I think that is a show, man, that uh, that I think people enjoy. It's 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 in that comedy realm, so you know what I'm saying. You're gonna you're gonna get some laughs. Uh, you're gonna see a lot of coke being done. You know what I'm uh, <laughs> so you know that's that that's that time period for it. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's a show that I would I would tell people if 
I mean, but anything pretty much with Regina Hall, man. Regina yeah. Hall, yeah. she never really I, – I can't really think of anything where she, like, missed. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? She's she's made a lot of great decisions in, in Hollywood, man. Like, she – she I, I don't I can't really think of a movie where it was just like, oh, man, Regina Hall was in this and that movie was trash. I can't yeah. think of anything. So, Black Monday, man, on Showtime. Cool, man. Um, For me, it is – um. High on the Hog. It's a uh, it's a documentary that's on Netflix. It's talking about how um, African American cuisine kind of helped shape the culture of America. Um, it starts, of course, all the way from slavery to now. Just you know, what I'm saying it basically just goes through a cultural the cultural aspect of um, Black American cuisine, and I think that. Uh, it's, it's one of those, it not not necessarily educational, but it's an interesting documentary. It's one of those ones that you'll be surprised at some of the shit that you find out in that uh, doc. But it's on Netflix, so go check that out. High on the Hog. Okay. What's up? What's up? So, man, you ready? Yes, sir. Man, let's go. Man, let's now, get no, into this. Yeah, this is this is this is your this is this is your realm right here, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm just a visitor it, right now. This it, is your realm. But I'm excited for this. Man, listen. So we was doing our little, you know what I'm saying, a little pre-production, if the, mm-hmm. if, if you want to call it that. And I said that something that the very first thing that I noticed mm-hmm. about this that was different from the other two conjurings is they Instead of it being, I mean, don't get me wrong, it still was uh, had the supernatural shit. You right. know what I'm saying? Because you said that this was the most supernatural type of uh, yeah. out of out of the three conjurings. You said this had the most supernatural stuff in it. Yeah, but it's 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 mostly been about you know demons and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and all types of spirits and shit like that. Right. But now it still has that. But this mm-hmm. time, what I noticed is. They brought in witchcraft. Yeah, yeah. I don't witchcraft wasn't in the first two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I noticed that was different about this one was how they brought in witchcraft into this whole thing. And so that's what I thought made, what made this special. So it was just like, and I like how, and also this time around, they actually gave you a court case. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So this, it it, it, it hasn't happened before. Now, me and you were talking before we started, mm-hmm. and, like, as far as the, the Conjuring universe, you called it, yeah. like, this is the <clears throat> first time that, that they've done this as, you know, actually involving the court case and actually bringing in witchcraft and all this type of stuff. So yeah. that's what made this one very unique, and that's what I noticed from my very first watch of this. Yeah, for me, um like I said, it was the it was the supernatural element. I think that it was it was a, it was used a lot more in uh in this uh movie. The you know what I'm saying like even the fact that like they were showing the hands of the demons like in broad daylight, you know what I'm saying? And, and then switching going from the you know what I'm saying? Bringing the, bringing the cadavers uh, uh, to life, you know what I mean? And, I mean, just, it was like, it was, 
it was dope to see like the different elements that they used and like you said like bringing the witchcraft and the occult into it like i thought that was interesting because you know what i'm saying we see how lorraine was they do said it was her powers but it's like you know what i'm saying like ed said it's really her it was really her gift and she was really like using her gift to really like find the case yeah and it was it was like it was dope because you know like I was as I was watching it, I was looking up stuff, you know what I'm saying, as I'm watching it and everything. And you during this specific case, I believe it's based off the this I think it said this the Snedeker, uh the Snedeker house or something like that that they were saying. But um the 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 actual name of the dude is um uh what did they call him in this movie? His name was. Do you pronounce it uh, Arnie? Uh, Arnie. Arnie uh, name, Johnson. Yeah, but his real name is Arnie Cheyenne Johnson, which is actually a real person. So is Debbie. And basically, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you said, this is this is off of an actual court case, and he was about to get the death penalty. They knocked. They got it knocked down to a manslaughter or whatever. But this was, you know, so like they were saying, like this is the first time in American history where somebody was basically on trial for being possessed by the devil. Yeah. And, this <laughs> like, is, and it's wild. And this is the first time I heard that it happened twice in London. Yeah. In the UK. Yep. In the UK. Yeah, so, so that was, that was crazy, man. Yeah. And, um, and I, what I thought was funny, I wish they would have shown it. But um, one one scene that stood out um, as far as what we're talking about is the whole court case thing is um, so the Johnson guy's lawyer was like, yo, like, I don't believe in this stuff. I know y'all do this, all this little shit. And they was like, why don't you come over to dinner? And, you know, if, if you're not convinced by that time, then, you know, we'll just let it go. Her and then absolutely. it goes <laughs> <laughs> she was in that courtroom and like, man, we plead not guilty for yeah. demonic presence. But I was mm-hmm. like, yo, and she looked so shook, but like she was like shook. Yeah. And I wish they would have shown what actually happened, like what what they actually showed that woman. And I don't know if they played a tape for her. I don't know if they took her in that room and just I I don't know. But whatever they did. Yeah, whatever they did, they mm-hmm. they got her on the side. But mm-hmm. I also thought it was a great argument to use. Yeah, that they they want they want you to put your hand on a Bible and and say that you know that you're was, in the presence of God. Interesting point. Yeah, yeah. So I th- I thought that was dope because like that's the thing. Like everybody always wants to admit that God can be present. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes to the devil, you know what I'm saying? People don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. believe in that. So I thought that it was dope to throw that into that argument when they were talking to that lawyer lady. Okay, I got a question for you, right? Sure. What happened to exorcisms? Because it seemed it, like after the 80s, like the devil gave up on like possessing niggas. Well, I wouldn't say that they that they gave up on it because I think that I mean, even when you look at all of the movies that they tried to redo, I think the problem became people just could never catch the first exorcist. And mm-hmm. I remember doing 
um, I did a list on horror yeah. movies, and one of the movies that I put in there was a 2012 movie, The Possession. Yeah. Now that's the only movie in like shit, really, my lifetime that was really, really good. That was dealing with exorcisms, mm-hmm. and that movie was really good. But that that exorcism was done by a rabbi. So, so when was it supposed? To, when was it supposedly have been done though? Well, like I say, it, it wasn't based on a true story or anything. No, I mean like in the movie, like was it like a, a modern day time or was it like yes. some old shit? No, okay, no, see, it was that's modern what, day time. See, that's what I'm saying. Like that, it's interesting that you know what I'm saying. Like that would be that good because now you know what I'm saying. You bringing in other elements into it, like modern technology. You know what I'm saying. Other shit. Uh, you know what I'm saying around that because. Usually when we see like exorcism movies or or hear anything about like exorcisms or whatever, it's like oh shit. You know what I'm saying? Like shit that happened in like the eighties and seventies and shit like that. And then like you don't never really get a chance to see or hear, you know what I'm saying, no stories in in like you know what I'm saying, the nineties, the two thousands, the two thousand tens, you know what I'm saying, or even modern day, like you don't hear that anymore. And that's why I was saying like what you know what I'm saying? Like what 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 is it now that is it because now everybody got a camera, so like you can't do no exorcism for real because you don't know if it's true or not? It looked like you almost had one over there when they cut the lights off. I better say, oh shit, they got my dude. <laughs> I got nervous for you. I said, Oh no, they got my guy. <laughs> oh man, that was that was good timing. I know, right? But yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, like it it seems like I don't know if people are really like reporting the new ones yeah. or if it's if it's actually like something maybe it has something to do with the church. You know what I'm saying? Maybe because the thing about exorcism is like it has to be approved by a church for it to be done. So yeah. I don't know if there's like been some kind of agreement to like not speak about it mm-hmm. or something like that. But yeah, I mean you're right. Like I remember uh the hunting of Connecticut, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Hey, but, you know, that's actually connected to Ed and Lorraine Warren. I, ah, man, I'm not, I, you, I'm going to take your word for it because I never, go I never ahead, looked it Go up. ahead. I'm going to find it and let you know, but I'm, I'm, okay. about to, I'm about to tell you how it is, but go ahead. Yeah, I never looked it up, but I mean, but even like, you know, the Amityville Horror, I mean, shit, that happened in the 70s. Mm-hmm. So, but... <laughs> I was wrong about something, and, and and I don't know how I was wrong about it. Mm-hmm. But I remember when we did our coming soon. We did a coming soon episode. You know what I'm saying? Months back, and one of the movies I said I was looking forward to was this one. Yeah, and I could have swore I saw, like it was. It wasn't one of those like official trailers. I mean, it was only like. You know how they give you those little trailers that's like thirty, like thirty seconds or forty-five seconds. Like it's not like a whole, a whole trailer. Mm-hmm. And my assumption of it was that that they was doing it on the Amityville house. Yeah, I was completely wrong about that. So if it was and now, I could have just let it slide. You know what I'm saying? Like because the people, like we put out so much content that maybe people don't even notice that I even said that. So I'm gonna go ahead and put it out there that I did say that, that I thought that it was gonna be about that, but it uh-huh. had absolutely nothing to do with that. What so. the Amityville? Yes, they actually did. So listen, this is this is what I'm telling you now, right? So peep game. 
when remember when I said the Snedeker house? Mm-hmm. That's about the the hunting in Connecticut. Okay. So they say in the 1890s, I mean, boy, I don't went dyslexic. So in 1986, they arrived and proclaimed the Snedeker house, which was a former funeral home that was supposed to be infested with demons. Mm-hmm. And then let me see. Um, and they was involved in 75 with the Amityville horror. You know what I'm saying? Everybody knows the story about that. But basically, they were some of the ones who um, ended up bringing it to light. So they have been around like some shit. So the Annabelle, like the, the doll that's an Annabelle, really ain't supposed to be that doll. It's supposed to be like a Raggedy Ann doll. Um, let me see. The Conjuring 2 was based on the infield poltergeist. Uh... And then the Smurl family, which is what the um the hunted was about. I guess it's a book about a demon that <laughs> ah, never mind. Don't pay that no attention. Move on. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Just look y'all look up y'all Google Smurl family and y'all see what I was laughing at. But okay. So yeah, man. Um, they was actually involved in, you know, what I'm saying the that, um, that story of the hunting of of Connecticut. So yeah, man. They they done been Indian everywhere. Yeah, and that's why I, I I think it's um, I think it the timing is right because mm-hmm. I say that because it's like okay, they was involved with the Amityville house, right? Yep. But there, there's been like, I don't know, six, seven movies about mm-hmm. the Amityville house. And I never really, now I've only seen, I've seen a, the original one that came out in the 70s. Right. I've seen and that the one with uh, Ryan. Um, and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. And um, <laughs> because the, the one, the one with, um, the one that came out in the 70s, guess who was the main character? Who? Josh Berlin's dad, because you know I remember you actor. saying that. Yeah, I remember yeah. you saying that. Yeah, he was in the original uh, Amityville back in the seventies. So I only seen those two, but I never remember Ed and Lorraine name being mentioned. I say that because it's like, and even even when it comes to uh, the hunting of Connecticut, I don't remember their name being mentioned. Right. But it's like now I think that because let me see, I think the first Conjuring came out maybe what. 2013. Yeah. So it came out 2013. So I, I think that this was the the a good time to start it. So them getting this shine now, I think I think is dope because I'm not sure. Um, maybe I should do my research beforehand. I no, I, that they're dead now. Yeah, think, um, yeah, she died in 19. I think he died like in 90 something, but she died in 19. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. She was the last one alive. But the room that they show in the um the room that they show in the movies, that's an actual that's supposed to be like the museum that they have in the back of their house. They had a museum in the back of their house where you could actually go see all that shit. Man, that hey. Like I don't know if I want to go in there, dude. 
I, I just feel like I feel like I feel like something might just grab a hold to me, man, and just follow me home. And the next thing you man, know, listen, man, it's some weird that's, shit happening. That's some that shit ship. you don't play with, brother. I'm telling you, that's just some shit you don't play with. Exactly. Like I'm, I'm not doing that shit at all. Yeah. But um, but basically, man, um, from my from my first watch, man, the premise of this movie was basically, you know, uh, Arnie. Is it Arnie? Yep, Arnie. Yeah, Arnie. Arnie Johnson. It actually started with uh, David. Um, mm-hmm. So they or right, they move into this new house. It's always moving into a house. I'm telling yep. you. <laughs> <laughs> this shit's scary, man. I'm telling you, man. It's like, because see, me watching so many movies, dude, I'm telling you, I'm one of those crazy dudes while I watch so many movies, I be mm-hmm. thinking I can do shit that I be seeing in movies. Yeah. So it's like. Now Don't tell me like, you tried to flip your, your, your truck on two wheels, man. Nah, nah, I ain't okay. <laughs> nah, too I many mean, fast like, <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I mean, like it, it just be like certain things where I'd be like, man, you know what I'm saying? Somebody do this, I feel like I could just do like this move, and then like, oh, you talking like, about like, if somebody try to take you out with a gun? Yeah, hey, yeah. I do too. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I I, pit, I picture it in my head a lot. Like, man, like if somebody. I was to break in to try to take me out, bro. I could, I could possibly flip the gun around and then, and then karate chop him in the throat, give him an elbow to the chest, take the gun from him, you know what I'm saying, and hold him to the police come. Like I, I think I could do those things too. I, I see what you're saying now. Yeah, man. I, mean, I be thinking I could do shit that I see in movies, but, <laughs> but, um, but it's it's always crazy. Like somebody always moving into a house and then just crazy yeah. shit just happens. So they move into this house and the demon had attached to the little kid, David. And so mm-hmm. they was doing the exorcism on David and Arnie was like, yo, come into me, you know, leave David out of it and come into me. Well, during that time, David had climbed on top of Ed and like yeah. said, did, did something about his heart. Said something he about stopped his heart. His heart. And, yeah, and Ed ended up having a, um, a heart attack. So yeah. during that, they wasn't paying attention when Arnie was like, yo, take me. So well, see, they thought Ed was though. Yeah, Ed was. But see, yeah. Ed couldn't talk because right. he, he had, had a heart, heart attack. attack. Yep. <clears throat> so um they thought everything was good because the boy was good. But anyway, so they ended up um Arnie and Debbie and they with this other dude. I think it was Bruno. Bruno, yeah. Yeah, they were Bruno and then um the demonic presence took over him. He stabs Bruno 22 times. Mm-hmm. Remember that, people. 22 times he stabbed him. Very significant times. number. And so then he's walking down the street. He get arrested. And like, like we mentioned earlier, this is the first time that they brought in the law, brought in mm-hmm. court scenes of somebody using like a demonic presence like in court. Mm-hmm. And so... Lorraine and Ed is trying to figure out a way because like inst- like they had to work backwards because they right. had to they usually have to prove to the church of you know paranormal activity going on so they could do an exorcism. Mm-hmm. This time they gotta prove that some demonic shit went on for the law. So mm-hmm. they ended up going to this other town and well, no, that's not what they did. They 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 got these pictures because they found they went under the house and actually found this 
Uh, well, no, you, 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 now you're going, yeah, you, you skip some stuff. You skip some stuff. Well, yeah, so, I'm just doing the, 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 uh, you just, okay, okay. Yeah. So that they find this thing and then they mail them out and then this one cop seen the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so now they're working on this other case to, to find similarities in mm-hmm. Arnie's case. And like I said, a whole bunch of shit happened in between and whatnot. But that's basically really, Really, the premise of the movie. I mean, that's 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 obviously some other shit to get into. Right. But that's basically like the premise, like of the movie. Yeah. In the they yeah they they basically trying to use the same situations from one case to help uh, Arnie get out of jail and try to basically um, clear his name. So they would say that you know that him being possessed was real. Um, so let's get into it, man. Um, the exorcism. This is the only thing that pissed me off about the movie, right? Okay. So, what is this guy's name? Drew. Drew is like they intern or whatever. So, Drew had the camera set up. You know what I'm saying? He recording everything that's going on. They got David on the table. You know what I'm saying? Um, Ed had to go grab him from upstairs. As he's dragging him down the stairs, the demon is actually pulling him back and and scratching the walls on the way downstairs. So, um, you know what I'm saying? Ed, tell him, hey, hold him. You know what I'm saying? Everybody grab an arm, leg, whatever. Hold him down. You know what I'm saying? We got to start the exorcism. The priest here or whatever. It's time to start. So, now this is this is it's two things now. Um, but anyway, they, they continue. Drew got the camera going. He got the tape recorder going. So, all of this is happening. Then the uh, priest is is doing whatever he's supposed to be doing during the exorcism, saying all the words he need to say. And then next thing you know, like this nigga becomes like this uh, ABDC dancer. He started breaking his bones and <laughs> he become a contortionist. You know what I'm saying? And then in the middle of his contortion, next thing you know, a hurricane come through the room, plates and shit flying. <laughs> One of the plates hit the priest in the head. He He get knocked out. So Ed got to go check on this motherfucker and then he ain't getting up. So now Ed got to take over and do it. And then, you know what I'm saying? That basically go into, like you said, you know what I'm saying? Little David got up and you know what I'm saying? He basically knocked everybody back. He was throwing motherfuckers in the walls, gave Ed a heart attack. And then um, Arnie grabbed him up and was like, you know what I'm saying? Quit being a coward. Get out my little homie. You know what I'm saying? Take a real one. You know what I'm saying? And then shit, the devil was like, all right, then you mind. And uh, he transferred bodies. So first thing, they had this on film, right? And they had this on tape. Don't you think that would have been enough to use in court to hear? Because like at the end of the movie, they play the actual live tape. The actual recording of what happened. Don't you think that would have been enough for them to be like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Maybe this motherfucker was possessed. But it was David, though. That's what I'm saying. But they only played they only played part of the tape. That wasn't the whole tape. True. But I don't know how much they recorded after Ed was on the ground because you gotta remember. From the way that the movie shows it, mm-hmm. so the exorcism is on David, and Arnie was asking for it to take him. Right now, remember when that what you call a hurricane? Yeah, come through. It knocked the camera down, so the camera yeah. 
you, you can't see anything. Well, so that's it's interesting you say that too because in that scene, remember when the camera was looking at the TV, that shit mm-hmm. looked like a portal. Yes, like it had. Yeah, that was yeah, that was that was interesting that they had that in there though. I just wanted to say that though, but um, yeah. So I mean, that is true. We don't know how much they recorded, but for me, that shit was enough. Like when I heard that at the end, I was like, oh shit, like this is some real shit that went down. So, and and I ain't gonna lie, that shit was pretty motherfucking clear for it to be on the fucking cassette tape too so i don't know if you know what i'm saying that was the original recording that man, shit come sound, on man they remastered that shit man that's what i'm saying that shit sound a little somebody parks was on the boards on that motherfucker bro like, <laughs> <laughs> like that motherfucker sounded a little bit too crisp but um I, it was interesting hearing the actual you know what i'm saying like hearing the actual audio of it because like you you don't usually get to hear that during those movies when they try to say like it's based on uh, a true story or whatever so um that and then the second one is like where are these priests coming from like who who what, who are these priests that they just keep giving ed and lorraine because these niggas ain't got no type of like no tightness with god or nothing bro like i don't get these niggas these niggas ain't got no kind of pull whatsoever in heaven because like I don't think these niggas made it because every time the priest is like praying or whatever you want to call I don't know what they call it performing the exorcism nothing is happening man these demons are strong man they've been down in hell forever man they're trying to get up here they gotta, just, they gotta... I feel you but what I'm saying is like this nigga at first you know what I'm saying whatever he said it looked like it was working and then, like, all oh, that shit changed because David started laughing. I was like, oh, well, that didn't work. Man. And then he started throwing, like, holy water on him. But then he stopped doing that. I'm like, no, throw more on that motherfucker. Like, that shit was working. <laughs> what are you doing? I, I don't know, man. It just seemed like to me the priest just wasn't getting it done. Like, the one dude in the hospital, he started doing it. Then he stopped when my nigga was floating in the air. I'm like, no, nigga, keep going. Like, that's why he able to do what he's supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be trying to fight that shit out. But I don't know, man. I just I, I that was just two things I noticed up front. Like the priest just wasn't doing what he was doing. And then I get why he got hit in the plate with the head. I mean, get hit in the head with the plate because I'm like I'd have hit that nigga too. He wasn't doing nothing. I'm surprised Ed ain't hit that nigga. As soon as Ed start doing it, <laughs> shit start happening. So I'm like, well, maybe Ed know a little something. This motherfucker don't know. I don't know, but I th- them was just two things off rip that I noticed. I was like, man, they could have used that in court. They could have brought the tape in. It was like at least listen to it. He, I, we know it ain't him. But this is how we believe, you know what I'm saying, he ended up getting possessed. Just listen to it. I think that would have probably been helpful. I think – I don't know. <clears throat> I think when it comes to Ed and Lorraine, I think that they have gotten to a point where they are, let's call it experienced in the field. Yeah. Maybe these priests that they're getting ain't that experienced in the field. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, you That's know, they're seeing, they're seeing some shit that they've really never seen before. And oh, that's obvious. You know what I'm saying? And they just ain't performing. Anytime the shit hit the fan, they stop. They just be looking like, exactly. oh, oh, they do that one shit like on anime when the nigga get <laughs> when the nigga power level go up. They be like, oh, 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 like that. Like that's what they do. <laughs> oh man, you stupid. Yeah, oh man. But yeah, I think I think there's maybe I think there's some of it, but I don't know if they could have used the tape because because Arnie wasn't 
the, he wasn't the main focus. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I did thought was interesting was when <laughs> when they when they moved into the house, right? Mm-hmm. And David went upstairs. But he got on that water bed, but word. Man, that shit was crazy. <laughs> man, what he took hey. too long to get off that motherfucker. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that he, he, it's like he, he knew he felt something, but I think maybe he just thought that it was the bed because maybe he'd never been on the waterbed before. Man, fuck. But, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and let me say, I heard that waterbeds are mm-hmm. terrible for your back. Waterbeds are terrible in general, bro. Have they you, you ain't never been on a waterbed? I've been on a waterbed before. Them my cousin used to have one back in the day. Whack, bro. There's no stability whatsoever. They're trash bed. Yeah, nothing is cool about a waterbed. You might as well literally just get in the ocean and go to sleep. This is the thing, though. Like, I think it was a stigma. I think that it was just they were so rare because I only right. know I only knew one person. My one cousin mm-hmm. Tyrone had one. Mm-hmm. I ain't know nobody else who had a waterbed. So every time I would go to my aunt house, I would always go in his room and yeah. just get on his waterbed because nobody else had one. It's but cool. Like, it's cool while you up. Like if you up and you on it, that's cool because like you know what I'm saying, you able to move and yeah, you adjust. Mean, yeah, pushing around when, and shit. Right. Yeah. When you sleep, no, that shit nah. ain't cool. And then it's like, trash. what if you what if you do some shit and bust it? And now you waking up drowning and shit. Nah, that's not <laughs> no. See, this is these are the type of things that lets you know why you know what I'm saying why I could never be in these situations. Because first and foremost, I'm not just getting on a waterbed that's just there in in the house that we just moved into, and I'm telling what what's been going on in that waterbed. And then what this is the '80s, you know somebody was fucking on that waterbed. Right? <laughs> I'm telling what they was doing on that waterbed. He just climbing all on there, laying on it. Nah, bro, and it still got water in it. Come on, bro. But that hand came out that bitch, but like, it was what? time to go, brother. It was time to I'd go. Have, I'd have been out that room in three point point zero 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 three seconds flat. I'd have teleported out that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So that so that so that that part was wild. But like you said though, that there, there was more, if you want to call it, I don't want to call it action, but there was more paranormal things to go on yeah. in this one. And then they also showed where, but like I say, this is the first time they use witchcraft. So mm-hmm. maybe the witchcraft is the only way that this could have happened where they was able to actually get into a dead body and mm-hmm. use that dead body to go. First, it went after Lorraine, and then you thinking it's over. Mm-hmm. It's like 20 more minutes in the movie, man. This motherfucker right used, the same, used the same dead body. <laughs> Well, see, this is the this is the interesting point about the dead body, right? The cadaver. Um, I don't think that I, I think that the cadaver was like a um, was like a, a trick that was being played on them. Because remember, at this time, this is when she kept talking about she had the connection. So mm-hmm. we find out that um, well, basically the with. Under the waterbed, the um, the the witchcraft person. No, it was the the Satanist. It, yeah. So the Satanist left a totem, and yeah. 
basically when um when they were when they went back to the house or whatever after Arnie had got locked up or whatever, they were trying to figure out what was going on. Um, they they looked up under this rug. They seen that the wood was like dying out. It was drawn out, decrepit or whatever. And they go up under the house, right where the um, right where the room is, and it's this thing sitting up under the house. She uh, Lorraine uncovered it and she finds this totem. And once she found this totem, she started having like all these visions. And she started having these visions when the exorcism was happening. And I think that that was opening up the portal between her and the Satanists. Mm-hmm. You know, in those first visions, she just couldn't understand them at first. And so, yeah. um, as far as the cadaver part go, when she was going to try to use her her gift with the um, with the dead bodies or whatever to find out what's you know what was going on. I think that's what opened it up to the Satanists because she was using the cadavers to um she was using the cadavers to um you know what I'm saying basically scare them off. Yeah. And like and like let's elaborate more on that. So like like I mentioned earlier, they she took pictures of the totems. Yeah. And they sent them around to different police stations and get a hit. Right. So they go to this guy, and I thought it was funny when, because they were saying like, "Yo, could you show us your files?" He's like, "Nah," and they're like, "Why should we even trust you?" And she, and you know, Ed is like, "Lorraine can do things that or see mm-hmm. things that your people can't see." So this motherfucker bring three different knives and put that shit on the table. And she did like, that shit so cold. Yeah, she did. Ed is like, "Man, don't be using my wife like no damn yeah. freak show." <laughs> and she <laughs> and she was able to pick which knife that was part of the murder. So that right there was like, okay, this woman. And then it was so funny. I had to laugh. And and, and I think that's when, when my old lady left because she thought I was stupid. Mm-hmm. Because when they was in the car, and he was like, I mean, well, it, I mean, it was one out of three. Yeah, it was a one in three chance. Yeah, it was a one in three chance, you know. And so I thought that shit was funny. I just busted out laughing because I yeah. thought the shit was funny. But then, like, she's like, yo, you just passed the turn. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn, I did. So then he turns around, and then that's when she started doing her thing. And, and this part was dope as fuck. Yes. Because, like, they always talk about Lorraine's gifts, right? Mm-hmm. But they never really... They'll never get into it. Yeah, they don't get into it, like, the way they got into it in this film. Yeah. Because now... <laughs> Lorraine was reenacting mm-hmm. the shit that the girl was doing. Yeah. And what was dope about it was like they was out there during the day, but when she was envisioning it she happened. She was actually at night. envisioning the real the actual scene of everything. Yeah. And, yeah. So it's it's going back and forth from day and night, day mm-hmm. and night, day and night. And I was like, yo, this shit is brilliant. Like yeah. I love the way they set that up. But anyway, so she reenacts the crime where the girl stabbed the other girl mm-hmm. 22 times. Yep. And then the whole, and what we ended up uncovering is the person that, the, the where the lady that does the witchcraft stuff, it, the, the soul has to kill a soul and kill itself. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, 
after she reenacts the crime, she takes over the other person. Well, she actually was the person that was doing it. Mm-hmm. And then what that person did was they jumped off the cliff and Lorraine almost goes off the cliff. Right. So then they find that other body. And that's the body that you was talking about. The body mm-hmm. was the girl that, that killed the one um, girl and actually jumped off the cliff and killed yeah. herself when she had drowned. So that's how she was able to find that portal, you know, in between with the uh with the with the one lady. The Satanist. The Satanist lady, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I thought I thought that, that needed to be mentioned. It definitely did because um this is where you this is where you see for me at least in the movie, this is where her powers were the strongest or her gift was the strongest. Because for her to be able to see that whole thing play out and then for her to actually be reenacting everything that was playing out i thought that was extremely extremely weird like and it was and not weird in a bad way but just weird in a good way because it was like the cop is sitting here watching this play out and so he you know saying he on the brink of already believing so now, like, he's seeing her do all this stuff and he's seeing her make all these movements and everything. And remember, he was saying, like, oh, uh, he he was saying, uh, I mean, Ed said something and he was like, wow, you you hope that she finds something or something? He was like, nah, I hope she don't find this shit. Like, we don't know what this shit going to open up. But I think that all of I mean, of course, we find out this is all this all was supposed to be set up for a reason. But. I think that within this, this was opening her up to be able to make that completion with the Satanist, because for her to go in, reenact the scene, almost fall off the cliff and then realize that, you know, what I'm saying that body was there. That was making her clairvoyance expand, you know, what I'm saying it was strengthening it. And so I think that that's what made it so easy for the Satanist to be able to do what she was doing at that point, because remember, um, after that happened, when they were in the um when they were in the hospital and or the morgue or whatever and then she was she went back to the body or whatever and she was using her uh, gift that's when that connection really started happening like you said and then once it happened they start communicating and then she was like um how are you you know what I'm saying like how are you here how are you able to see me and then she was like god is you know what I'm saying god is behind me with my powers or whatever she said and then she was like uh, she said something, but Lorraine turned around and I guess she was supposed to be talking to Ed and she said, yo, this shit is going both ways. So I mm-hmm. thought that was interesting too. <clears throat> and that's when, she, and and when she realized that it was going both ways, mm-hmm. that's when Ed seen that dead body standing yeah. up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's when that lady was, you know, I guess you could say entering where she was, because she was going to use that dead body to take Lorraine out. Because she was mm-hmm. like, yo, you don't supposed to be here. You don't supposed to be seeing what I'm seeing. Right. So that's when she had did that. So I thought that was dope. And then you also got to talk, think about the uh, the one guy that used to be a priest to the house that they went to. Because they oh, was like, that this man, priest this guy. Man. Yeah, they said that he had did something. I can't remember exactly what they said he did, but they was like, he's very experienced with this. So they drive all the way out to the country to go see this dude. And then, you know, no, remember his, um, he was, he was talking about how they were talking about how he ended up leaving because, uh, his wife ended up dying. 
Oh, I didn't know that was the reason why he had left. Yeah, um, remember they was telling the story about the baby with the heart being born outside, outside of it? the body. Yeah, that was that was him. They were talking about him. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So they go out to go see him. Um, they did his name was Kastner. Kastner, yeah. And so they got to see him, and you know, Ed's a nice guy. You know, he reaches his hands out to say, you know, how you doing? He was like, I got chicken, chicken shit, chicken on, shit my on my hands. hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I was like, yo, they tripped him. So he's like, yo, I got chicken shit on my hands. So they talking to him, and then he's like, yo, you know, I, let me show you something. So he goes down to this room, and Lorraine is like, yo, I don't want to go down there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh shit, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, Lorraine can sense shit. So you thinking like, yo, is this dude about to like? I'm thinking yo, he's that about to shit take them was, out. Yes, that shit was so weird though because when he was when when they was going down there, she when she made that stop and she was like, yo, I don't want to go down there. I'm like. What like what the what's what's down there that or what she's because you know what I'm saying I'm thinking like what is she sensing that would make her not want to you know what I'm saying like be so reluctant to do you know what I mean make that move um but before you go though real quick shout out to John Noble who played um Kessner. um he was in uh Lord of the Rings and he was also in um where is it? Where is it? He was in the boys and he was in Hunters. Damn, I don't remember him in that. Oh man. Yeah, he was in Hunters. Let me see who he played real quick. But uh go ahead. I'll find him. <clears throat> but yeah, like the rain was like, yo, I'm not trying to go down there. And so she ended up going anyway. Ed's leaving uh leading the way. And so he has this whole room of like all of this witchcraft, demonic shit in there. Mm-hmm. And Ed like pick up a book and Lorraine like, no, put that down. You know what I'm saying? Lorraine's like, yo, don't, don't fuck with any of this shit. <laughs> he basically, <laughs> he basically has a, a room similar to like the room that they have. Like he has this yeah. room that's full of like all of this witchcraft shit. And but they got a room full of all the items from all these demonic situations that they had handled. So it's, it's, it's different. It's different, but it's similar. You know, his was, his was the, um, the Lord of the Rams or something like that. I forgot what they called the the cult group, but his was basically all the information from that cult group. Cause remember they were, he was, they was using him to, um, to decipher everything that the cult was doing. Cause he he was one of the ones that helped uh, to bring that cult to an end. Yeah, and so yeah, like dude, I, I totally misread that whole situation because I thought then we are. Yeah, I I was like, yo, this this I was like, this ain't this ain't good, man. Like I just I just got the strange feeling because Lorraine, she usually have like. These visions where she can mm-hmm. like kind of see shit before it happens, and like now she didn't have one, but like she just got like, you know what I'm saying? Like, for, if you into this whole thing, like you notice, like she has like these feelings in her gut, and like for her to have that feeling in her gut, 
she ended up being right, but mm-hmm. she did but she didn't know what it was about yet. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like her gut feeling was right, but we didn't find that out till towards the end of the movie. Right. Yeah, and it's like the what what I thought was, you know what I'm saying, like one of those things that, you know what I'm saying, kind of throw it all off was how his introduction was. You know what I'm saying? Like he was he was kind of like standoffish. Cause like remember when he seen the picture, the first thing he said was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Y'all need to go ahead and just drop this shit, and leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't even offer no, he wasn't trying to offer no help, no nothing for real, for real. He was just like, yo, y'all need to drop this shit and leave it alone. And then when he started talking about it, like the way he was talking about it, it wasn't really like a, a you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't really like a negative connotation. It was more so like an admiration for it. Mm-hmm. Like the way he was talking about the totems when he was saying like, yo, they use these, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the Satanist gets powers and, you know what I'm saying? They become super powerful for it. So, I mean, I thought that was, that kind of stuck out to me like as, like something to keep an eye on, like something ain't right about that motherfucker. But um, we find out that the Satanist is basically controlling um, Arnie. And like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like controlling them to the point to where once she continues, or like once she starts to do her thing or whatever, starts, keeps it going, she can basically literally control his body from how he walking, how he talking, his actions, all that shit. So I thought that was, you know what I'm saying? That was another thing that was kind of stood out to me in this one. I was like, man, like for her to be able to have that kind of control is, is wild. Cause she also did the same thing with, um, with Ed. Yes. And she did the same thing with the girl. Yeah. The girl was the one who started it. Yeah. So so yeah, it was um it it was definitely interesting to see because like and and I thought it was dope how they was able to go back when when um when Arnie was in jail. Mm-hmm. And now the the one dude the the uh the one priest tried to help him by giving him holy water. Yeah. <clears throat> and he put holy water in a circle and he was sitting in between it. That shit didn't help though. Oh, well, girl. now and see, I I was I'm glad you said that too because that threw me off too. Because remember, he was sitting in the circle of holy water, mm-hmm. and then he had the rest of it in his hand. And when he when he crushed it in his hand, I was like, "Yo, why didn't you know?" So like, how is that shit still affecting him if he's in the you know what I'm saying supposed to be protected by the holy water? Like, I'm lost. But now that you brought up the fact that this was witchcraft, it all makes sense now. All of this shit is making sense now as to why certain shit wasn't working with, you know what I'm saying? With the regular exorcism. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because like, it's it's a different kind of... I don't know if... I guess I mean, would you call it... Yeah, like I don't know if you would call it like a different kind of demonic type of presence. Like, it's, it's not the same. You know well, what I'm saying? Like, you can't... Like what, you can't what, use the same methods that you would right. use in a regular exorcism. Right. If it's just because it ain't, it ain't, it's a, it's a different, it's a different process because I noticed that when they, even like when they would be talking, even when he was, uh, when Kessner was talking about the, the totems and he was like, they summon the demons. So technically the demons ain't coming from 
a natural situation or whatever their natural situation would be, they're basically being brought up to come here. So it would take, I guess, for the Satanists or whatever to basically cast them back down, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like to me, that's it started to make sense when when Kastner got brought into it and he started talking a little bit more about it. Um, I started to kind of understand a little bit why the priest wasn't as good as they're supposed to be. Why? Because of that situation? Because it was witchcraft? Yeah, because it was witchcraft. It wasn't, it wasn't necessarily like, you know what I'm saying, like demonic presence. It was the witchcraft that was causing it all. So, I mean, yeah, it would probably do a little bit to do it, but then you, you break, you know, you got to go into all that wicked stuff and all that, and, you know what I'm saying, and the cultist stuff to be able to, you know what I'm saying, fight that back. Yeah, because, uh, and like what I was going to mention was, because I was piggybacking off of what you were saying, like mm-hmm. after he put that holy water in a circle, she still was able to to, to take over him. Exactly. It's like she did the whole thing of where she, you know, closed her hand and it busted the holy water bottle. And then she picked up a piece of glass and then cut her, you know, cut the wrist. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yo, like this shit is crazy. Because to think like there's nothing that you like as far as the priest and mm-hmm. even Ed and Lorraine, like while I was watching this, it's like, yo, like this has to be their toughest challenge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not it's not something that we have seen as far as this little conjuring universe thing, this is the first time that we've seen. And that's why I told you, like the very first thing that stood out to me was like, they used witchcraft this time. Mm-hmm. And for her to be able to go in and control people. And like you said, and then she also fucks with your head because that one scene when she took over Ed, like you mentioned when, when she took mm-hmm. over Ed. And I said that that dead body came back. The yeah. dead body wasn't there. Right. It was all in Ed's head. And mm-hmm. Ed's it was actually Lorraine. Yeah, it was Lorraine. So it was why wow, that, that shit, that shit was crazy. And and Ed knew right off the rip, like, yo, something is here. Mm-hmm. As far as uh the, uh, total. the total. And then that's when uh because old girl sent some flowers over there and the damn flowers died. And then the totem was in the damn base. So yeah. that 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 shit was I don't even see how you can even think straight after some shit like that happened. I mean, it with them being used to it, it made sense. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't like they was uh out of place when that shit happened. Um, but we we then see that they found out what was going on. They went to go talk to Kastner. Well, Lorraine goes to talk to Kastner. Kastner tells Lorraine the story about how at one point in time, you know what I'm saying, he had a wife and he had a child. His wife died. And it was basically the the same story that we heard. Um, And this time that, you know what I'm saying, he was explaining how as she was growing up and he was basically going through with the cult shit and breaking it down and explaining it, how for her it became – um, an obsession, 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She wanted to know more and learn more, or whatever, and then eventually she did, and uh, she knew what was going on because she was able to use Lorraine's sight to be able to see what was going on. So she was able to use the connection to find out what the hell Lorraine was doing. And the uh, I mean, Kastner opens up this like bookcase secret secret way or whatever. Tell her go through it. He closes it. Then boom, here come the goddamn Satanist. So she pop up, she sliced my man's throat. Hey, that was crazy. Yeah, that shit was wild. Because she was across the room, I got. Well, no. Remember, she was she was walking and then you don't see her no more. And all you yeah. see is all you see is him just doing some type of prayer or whatever with a gun in his hand. And then you just see her come up behind him and you know what I'm saying? So maybe she was able to do that shit to him too. Because remember, it was a it was a bunch of totems there. True. But it was like she was like across the room. And then yeah. like she just popped up behind him. Like that, that shit was yeah. crazy. Was, and see, like, and the and the thing was Lorraine asked him, she was like, Well, why didn't you, you know what I'm saying? Like, why didn't you you could have been stopped this shit? Why didn't you tell us? You know what I'm saying? When we first got here, and he was like, shit, that's my daughter. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, the love for his daughter ultimately ended up getting him killed because, you know, she had uh, other plans. And um, so Lorraine and the Satanists end up basically having this um, this brain war, basically. And listen, the shit that she was doing to Lorraine Lorraine Powers is cool and everything, but that shit ain't got <laughs> nothing on the Satan. Nigga, when she started crawling and she seen herself, and then that shit was crazy. And she turned around and seen herself again. I thought the I thought the one that was in front of her was gonna turn around and do some shit to her. So that's what I'm waiting on the whole time. But I'm not gonna lie to you. This this shit happened, and I'm not ashamed to say it. When she got up and she looked, and it looked like she was going into the mirror, and then the Satanist mm-hmm. popped up. And then she did, she was about to stab her. I dropped my yeah. phone because I jumped. That shit <laughs> threw me for a loop. Because I was so into it, I'm like, oh shit. Like she seen it. Because I thought it was a mirror at first. But then I realized that it's it wasn't her reflection. It was just, it looked like a double, another version of her. And so when I seen that shit, like, and then when the, when she came at her with the knife, I was like, oh shit. You know, I kind of jumped a little bit. And then, um, she she was about to, you know what I'm saying, take Lorraine's eyeballs out. Then Lorraine found the rock. She hit her. She found a way to escape. But 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 you gotta also mention the rain, the re, the way she even found the rock was because Lorraine starts seeing from her eyes too. Right, right. Lorraine, so Lorraine was okay, looking so that's at how she found from her. Okay, yeah. so see, I didn't understand that because I thought she was just reaching for shit. No, so she because, was she that's why she kept closing and opening her eyes. Yeah, because she was looking through uh, oh, the Satanist cool. eyes. Okay, now that makes sense now. Because remember, like when she was looking, like when she was looking from the Satanist eyes, like she was looking at herself, but it was kind of blurry. Mm-hmm. And like then she kind of looked. Then like she looked from the Satanist eyes, she looked over to the to the left, her right, and saw that there was a rock over there, mm-hmm. and that's when she leaned over and got the rock. Now, yeah, she got the rock and, and took off on her. Now, granted, at the same time, there's no way you can still hold her hand and reach for a damn rock and hit that bitch upside the head. But you know what I mean. You know, for the sake of the movie, it was necessary. Yeah. Um. So we see that happen, and then next thing you know, 
Um, you got Ed coming, you know what I'm saying? Ed find out what's going on. Him and Drew, you know what I'm saying? They convening, they find out that um these these incidences are happening in the same place except for one specific incident, which was the late with me, which was the girl. And they like, man, why is this one all the way over here? But then they said something in the report that she came home with that totem in a box. So she was like, well, where did she go to school? And it just so happened that she go to school in Fairfield, which is right in the in the vicinity of where they were. So they find out where um where the where the secret Satanist hideout is, which is of course under Kastner's house. Then Ed get there, he find a sledgehammer, he break through the little lock, through the little um, I don't know, the floor gates or whatever. Go down, he go to the underground. Then next thing you know, he hear Lorraine voice. He he's looking around underground for Lorraine. He's trying to find her. He see her running at him, and then boom, here come the Satanist with her with her voodoo magic. And ha, you know what I'm saying? She Blue hit that shit nigga in the face. The, man, that shit was the smoothest shit I've ever seen. I'm not gonna lie to you. That was a great scene, bro. They put that motherfucking scene together. Cause when you see it, you see Lorraine running with the flashlight. So you thinking like, oh shit, like he, he got the saver, and then the Satan is just pop up and you know what I'm saying, do our uh, dirty work. And I thought that was pretty dope the way they put that scene together though. So um where we at? Oh, so basically whatever she did, she possessed him to go crazy. He finally actually see the real Lorraine. He's trying to basically kill her. She has the smart idea to sit up under the um but the table type of thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know the, what you call it. The but. witchcraft table. Yeah. The altar. That's what it was called, the altar. She she basically sat up under the altar and um, she was saying something to him that was kind of bringing him back from uh, the possession. And then he swing the sledgehammer, destroyed the altar. Everybody is broken. And now this is where <laughs> this is where the craziest shit happened. Uh, the demon is the demon is have well she basically made a deal with the demon to get them a soul so she could be okay right mm-hmm. so she, she couldn't get the soul that she needed because she was supposed to have it was supposed to be a, um, a murder and then the lover was supposed to die as well and then the man of faith was supposed to die so it's supposed to be like the father, the son, and I guess the Holy Ghost or whatever, the, the Trinity or that they're trying to say or whatever. Um, but basically, since that didn't happen, the demon come back and comes to get the Satanist soul. And the twisting and turn the contortion and shit in this movie, that shit is crazy, bro. I, I all that and then like they they make it seem so realistic because like all you hear is the bones cracking when they doing it. And it's yep. just that shit made it even freakier. And this is my thing. So are there? Because you know, everybody don't believe the work that Lorraine and Ed do is real. Mm-hmm. My thing is, when the Satanist died, right? It was a wild scene. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the demon came and twisted her whole whole shit up, and like a, she ended up dying. Yeah, so she basically died like a pretzel. Yeah. So it's like, I know when them, because remember the police pulled up. Yep. 
they had to find that body like that. Be like, yo, they definitely this, found that body like that. Like, yo, this is some fucked up shit. There's some shit going on around yeah, here, man. Bro. Like, yeah, come on, like, man. Man, that, I bet you there's some cops with some fucking stories. Like, yo, man, we, you see man, some shit got, like that, you got to tell somebody. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'd be yeah, like, yo, yeah. man, I walked into this damn house, man. This bitch was turned up like a press. <laughs> Like, yo, <laughs> this, this shit is wild, man. This oh, shit is wild. Man. That was the only thing I could think of because I remember, like, when them cops pulled up at the end, and then, like, because I'm thinking in my head, so Ed and Lorraine is good. Mm. There's an old man downstairs with a uh, throat slash. Right. Then there's a girl that's, you know what I'm saying, twisted up like a pretzel. Like, like a goddamn man, 90s action figure. No, it's like, man, that's, that's not a good look, man, for Ed Lorraine. But, you know, oh. <laughs> but, you know, that, but that one cop, I'm pretty sure, you know, he's like, yo, like, nah, yeah. they, they know some shit. Like, Lorraine is fucking serious. Cause, like, they're just like, when, when they found that body, he was like, yo, I'm gonna get you those files that you need. Cause he mm-hmm. seen everything he needed to see. Like, damn. He was like, I never would have solved this crime. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Without, you know, the help of y'all. So, that that was dope though. That was dope, man. That that yeah. was that was really like it, that was worth it. Was it was worth the build up? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, for the build up at the end, but it wasn't the end of the movie because the end of the movie was you know they went back to the trial mm-hmm. and um, and like you mentioned earlier, he ended up getting um, charged with a uh, manslaughter. Yep, and he served five years in jail. And girl, his old girl, ride or die, man. Mm-hmm. She is a ride or die, man. She man, married if that's any to leave a motherfucker, that's the reason. Possession, that's the reason to leave a motherfucker. Hey, yeah, yeah. So that was that was that was dope, man. She was a real ride or die chick, and she married him while he was locked up. Mm-hmm. And they still, and they said they still married to this day. So that was that was dope, man. That yeah. was dope. And then at the end, they play you the audio from the exorcism in the beginning of the movie. The actual real live audio from Ed and Lorraine Warren. Man, listen. When never that did that before. I, that's what I said. I've never heard no shit like that. When that motherfucker said, I'm going to kill you, mom, and start laughing, I was like, oh, okay. Dude, they did that, they did that in the first one. They played They played the, the real tape from the first one. At the end? At the end, yeah. Like right at like the same way they did that one? Yes. See, I got to go, go back and watch it now. And and they show you and I and, and you know I'm a sucker for old pictures. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And like and they showing like the real cat. They show the actor in a real character, right? And like how they reenacted these scenes and shit. Mm-hmm. That shit is dope. I yeah. I love seeing shit like that. I I used to have this this one thing of like anytime I would watch a true story, I would like look up the uh. The there's a website. Thing. There's a website you can go to, and then they have the actors and the real people side by side. Because mm-hmm. I would always look to see how much they look alike and all this yeah. little shit, but, but yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah that, I, do, I do the same thing. That's when I found out that um, the dude on um, what's that movie with the Rock where he be teaching juvenile kids how to play football? Gridiron Game. Yeah, he didn't look nothing like the Rock. Nothing. That yeah. guy was a straight up white dude. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He looked nothing like the Rock. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Okay, cool. What man? That was it. I just like, oh, okay, cool. But now, I, when I seen him, I was like, yeah, that he don't look like the rock at all. 
Yeah, and they gave Rock a black mama in that movie. I mean, they had to. So, yeah, that I'm was, sure. yeah. I like that movie, man. My nephew used to be obsessed with that movie. He used to watch that movie game. like every day. Yeah. yeah. That movie was all right. Yeah, I mean it was I mean it was straight. It wasn't I mean it wasn't I, I a masterpiece I, I, like Yeah, that. I could I just couldn't get into movies like that. You just get a ragtag group of kids and then all of a sudden you teach them the values of life and sports and then blah 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 blah. Like, man <laughs> come on, man. I mean I get it, but like that ain't every guy like I wanted to see the real story of that shit, like how them motherfuckers like couldn't get it together and they was on like a 0 and twelve season. Like some real live situation. Man, this guy like, right here want people to lose. Yeah. Because it's <laughs> it's that's what I'm saying. Like it's not a it, it, you gotta have reality and shit, man. Like for me, like this is the way I look at shit, right? I like the movies at the end where nobody survives. Cause to me, it's it's more logical, it's more realistic. Like, for instance, Jason Voorhees. This motherfucker can't die for real. You mean to tell me one person survives in a in a camp where everybody else dies? What was just so special about this? And then it ain't like nobody who you would expect to survive. Like I don't know, an athletic dude who like a, a athletic black kid who ran running back. You know what I'm saying? This nigga run a, a four three in real life. No, it'd be this little scrawny white girl who resembled his mom so he wouldn't kill her at the end or whatever because they had the, the same shirt on. Man, fuck out of here. No. She would have <laughs> got her shit split just like everybody else. Like, that's the shit that I'm talking about. I don't like to see all that weird-ass happy ending shit. That's not realistic. That's what's wrong with America, man. You gotta have realism in these movies. You gotta have movies where if the serial killer is gonna kill, he got to kill everybody. I feel you, but you know what I'm saying? It's, I think that one of the reasons they give you that one person to survive because, like, that's how the whole legend even stay alive. Like, somebody got to tell, like, yo, Crystal Lake. Shit, that ain't how it happened with the ring. The ring was a rumor, remember? The ring. Hold on, wait a minute. Now. See? How did the tape get out? How did the tape get out? Let me see. Because remember, they was like, they say if you watch this tape, well, then you'll have only seven days to live. It was a rumor. But it, it was a rumor. But what it was, they found the tape in this room. And so then the person watching, remember, you had seven days mm-hmm. before you died. Right. So you could spread the rumor within those seven days, and then they died. And then That's somebody else would watch the tape because nobody would believe it. Right. You know, so so yeah. So that was nobody, well, it ended up being a survivor because they ended up figuring out like if you double the, you know, dub the tape, then you're good. But see, that's the shit I'm talking about, bro. <laughs> shit like that. That's not realistic. You mean to tell me that you can dub this tape? And then everything is good. I'm lost. How how is how is that the reason that this this bitch can crawl through TVs? You man, can't it, you can't defeat a dub. You can't defeat a bootleg. Come on, man. It's because she wanted to be heard, man. Like Just that was the way she was being heard, the man. Bootleg yeah, stopped it. Take it. yeah, the bootleg stopped. <laughs> 
Just it's shit, it's just small shit like that that pisses me off. Like you mean to tell me she done crawled through TVs, she done appeared, you know what I'm saying, through everything. She killing niggas in a week, you know what I'm saying, tops. And the only thing that's stopping her is the nigga made a bootleg. So that means that she did never survived in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> she did never survived in the hood, bro. Hey, we would have watched that shit. It would have been like. Yo, this shit stupid as fuck, man. Let me record this shit and show them. Man, show them yeah, my let, let me make a tape for this nigga so you can see this stupid shit. Shit, and her ass would her ass would have got stuck in the middle of the TV. <laughs> <laughs> her ass would been hanging out the TV, fucking around with me, man. Oh man, you fucking stupid, man. Doreen, you remember when Doreen had a run? Like when Doreen oh, first yeah. came out. Oh, Everybody yeah. was talking about that shit. See, I was—I like, think I was in middle school when the ring came out, and they was talking about that shit like it was the shit. I'm like, man, this shit is stupid. The funniest shit happened. We went to the movies to go see the ring, and you know that one scene where something happened and like she jump in the well or fall in the well or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we at the movie theater, and that shit happened. She fall in the well or whatever. My little brother screaming. He go, oh no. And the whole motherfucking movie did it just start laughing, bro. <laughs> that shit was funny as fuck, man. Oh man. But I but yeah. I, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I think the conjuring uh universe is the the um is going on that path of um paranormal activity. How dope that was, like the way that they stitched that story together. I think the conjuring is, is some along those lines of doing the same thing, man. It surpassed it though. I th- yeah, I agree. I definitely it agree. It surpassed it. Uh, I tell you another thing, man. Is it, it? I don't think it's really like that big because it was like a straight to DVD type of thing. Mm-hmm. And the first two were good. I don't know if they ever came. I think they did come out with a third one, and I didn't watch it. But there is a movie franchise called VHS. Yes, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. That, that shit is good. dope. Yeah, that, that was real good. good. That shit yeah. was good. But um, but to piggyback off what you were saying, like this, it, it surpassed um paranormal activity for mm-hmm. me. The first two were good, but really after that, it kind of just it kind of got corny after that for me. Well, paranormal activity. Yeah, like after the yeah. first two, it got corny to me. It, no, it got good because it got good. It, it came back when they did the one where they was sisters, like when they was young kids. When it got to that one, that's when it got back good again. See, I didn't see that. One. I, I I got the two, and I was just like, hey, yo, I, I can't. Oh, you ain't seen the whole thing? Nah, uh, I only man, seen the first two. You gotta go back and watch them, man. Listen, I'm telling you, when they when they kids, that's when they get good again because the first and second one. You you know what I'm saying? You look at it. The first one was amazing because, you know what I'm saying, like that's the first time we ever seen anything like that. They hit us with the Blair Witch move. We thought the shit was real. Like, you know what I'm saying? So the the, the second one came out. We kind of already know, you know what I'm saying, a little bit. They showed us why, you know what I'm saying, what happened or whatever. Then I think there was the one where there was kids. And then I think, no, it's five of them all together, I believe. It's four or five of them. But yeah, I know one of them is when they was when because you know it was off the two sisters. So that's they show when they was kids with the mom, and then the other one shows like a whole new group of kids that is happening to. But they find a portal to find out 
like to find how it's all happening. And then they going through it. It is five. And then the last one, the fifth one, is um, I think it's like a, a the sister or the daughter or something like that. And she going to her grandma's house. And then it's all happening because they had like a coven or whatever, a witch's coven. And that's what's causing the, the spirit to happen or whatever. But the spirit is an African dude named Toby. What do you know? Man, <laughs> listen. Before we get into this fire flame, yeah. dude, I, I got to say this because it, it's, it's stuck in my head. <laughs> what say. do you know? I'm sorry. That's <laughs> funny, bro. Listen. <laughs> the grudge was so trash, man. Yeah. In the way they hyped that shit up, man. Yeah. They hyped the grudge up like it was a Wait a minute. Is the grudge the one where she came out the TV? Or nah, was that the nah. ring? That's the ring. Okay, the grudge is the, the one you can't look at her. Yeah, it was something like that. Did that look? Ah, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> that looked dumbass shit. Yeah, that shit was so trash. I was like, yeah. what the fuck is that? I don't wait. She, ah, uh, yeah, because she used to leave like uh, tar prints and shit everywhere when she walked. Yeah, man, like that, that yeah. shit was. Yeah, that shit was terrible, man. Yeah, they they flopped on that one, big time. All right, man. So, fire flame time, brother. Yes, sir. Yoga. Fire, yoga, flame. All right, man. So, um, fire, flame, time for the conjuring. The devil made me do it. Uh, what you got, man? Uh, you know, like we mentioned a couple of times, um, this is a re- reactionary podcast. Of mm-hmm. just seen it one one time through. I had a couple of distractions, man. The kids are here, and you know they, you know they was just look at look, man. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I, I know, man. I I'm trying to think. Should I even say something that somebody nope, said, brother. man? I, I understand, though. I ain't gonna say it. I ain't gonna say it. <laughs> but you know what? Nah, I ain't gonna say it. But <laughs> so. You know, like I said, I had a couple of distractions, people saying mm-hmm. stuff, people walking out. Because it started out, my, my one son wanted to watch a movie together. I told him about this. He was like, yeah, I want to watch it. He gives yeah. it like 10, 15 minutes. He's out. Yeah, and then, like I said, my old girl gave it like 20. She's mm-hmm. she's out. So I'm the last man standing. But you still hear like this noise in the background. But anyway, um, <laughs> but I was able to I was able to zero in on it, man. And off of off of one watch, um, Ah oh, man, I'm I'm not gonna overreact. I'm I'm gonna give it a four right now. Okay, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it a four. I need to see it just a little bit more, maybe one more time, and like really be able to focus. Um, because I want to say like it's 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 one of my favorite ones. Like just mm-hmm. out of the three conjurings, like it this one was it it turned out to be really really good, but. I don't want to be too reactionary, so I'm just going to give it a four, man. Um, for right now, I don't know how it's going to connect to the next one. And the reason that, you know what I'm saying, or, or the, for that reason, um, I, I'm not sure if if I'm – yeah, I'm going to give it the right rating. I know what rating I'm going to give. Okay, so um, first and foremost, like I said, this is the most par- uh, paranormal and – all, all that 
you know what I'm saying, otherworldly shit. It's the most that we done seen supernatural everywhere in this movie. Um, like you said, they brought in, you know what I'm saying, a new element with uh, witchcraft. I thought it was dope to see, uh, you know what I'm saying, some of the effects and everything that they used. You know what I mean? It's good to see that the original Ed and Lorraine came back. You know what I'm saying? They still doing that. Um, you know, usually you get them motherfuckers that they try to switch one out. You know what I'm saying? They try to unviv us somewhere between the, you know what I'm saying, fourth and fifth movie. Um, so I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I'm going to give it a three because until I see how it connects to the next one, I'm, I'm going to stay at a three. I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. Like I say, man, it's 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 hard because like reacting off of literally just seeing it like you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. a couple of hours ago you know mm-hmm. but but I ain't mad at it though man it, it was a really good film man yeah I ain't gonna lie it was a really good film but I ain't really mad at your three yeah so <sighs> man y'all tell us what y'all think man hit us up on the uh, viewer nine pod page you know what I'm saying send us some comments or whatever let us know. Uh, hit us up on our uh, independent socials as well. But um, this next one, man, uh, we were supposed to do this on a long, long time ago. Um, but we finally getting to it. And um, I I don't got nothing for this one. I just know that it's a crazy... now. The one thing I am interested to see is, or I'm going to ask you um, on the pod too, but I want, I'm going to ask you now, don't answer, but I'm going to ask you now, what theme do you think this movie is? What theme do I think this movie is? Yeah, because they, because they, they, to me, I feel like they put a, a, a theme to it, right? Like, because you know how we talked about how the MCU did, like, um, they did, like, with certain with certain movies, they had certain themes to it. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Um, when they did X-Men, Wolverine, or whatever, that's like a Western. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, mm-hmm. you got uh, with, you know what I'm saying, certain movies, it's like a horror movie for real. You know what I'm saying? Doctor Strange is... Um, a, a time uh it's a time travel movie you know what I'm saying? like they got a, a theme to all those different movies but just think about that until you know what i'm saying next episode what theme do you think that they put this movie in because i think that's the that's kind of the route that they took they got like a theme to this one i would say um hopefully we think about the same one i hope our list is the same because mm-hmm. i'm trying to i get what you're saying and and i'm trying to tie it to this mm-hmm. but I would say this is something that I've dreamed about for years. Like, like this next one that we're doing is like that lost and found thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always wanted to just just come across something, and then oh, it's yeah. like one hundred percent. Come on, the, man. Who but, would but the but the turn of events? <laughs> now that shit wasn't worth it. But I'm just saying, like, who wouldn't want to just stumble upon something like that? Like, dude, come on, now. I'm th- I ain't even gonna lie. To this day, dude, I still be like looking like on the side of the road. You and shit. like when I be oh, in traffic, man. I just be looking, be like, 
Oh man, I was about to say something that might give it away. Man, one one time, the closest I came to that one time, I was walking home from school, just got off the bus, and it was a twenty dollar bill crumbled up on the curb, and I found it, and I was so happy. So I can just imagine how somebody would feel coming across a large bag of money like this. But. I got a, I remember coming across, I was working and I look on side of the road mm-hmm. and there's a book bag mm-hmm. just out on the side of the road, black mm-hmm. book bag, had to scoop it. <laughs> what was in it? Man, it was just books and shit, man. Oh, <laughs> man. Hold on, when, when, when was this? Oh my God, this was like. Six, seven, eight. No, they're longer than that because I've been on my route for like going on like seven years. So this was like, this had to be like 10, 11 years ago. Wait a minute, bro. Time out. So you mean to tell me, nigga, around the time of 9 11? No, 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 no. This is this way after 9 11. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> that's 20 years ago. I know. I'm, I, listen, I told you, bro. I just woke up not too long ago. I'm tripping. Because listen, I was about to say, bro, you picked a fucking bag up around the time of 11. <laughs> you are a fucking G. I'd have seen that shit, nigga, and been gone, bro. But yeah, that's hey, that's what's up. Now, okay, we're gonna end the pod, but man, do you be seeing those little dumbass videos where people be dressed up like a Muslim and they throw a book bag and yeah, I don't I don't like that shit, bro. I well, don't like this that is the shit, thing. Bro. This is my thing. For number one, if you know they religion, mm-hmm. they suicide bombers. They don't run from the bag. Well, see, that's that's not the that's not the religion part of it. The the suicide bomber thing is like the extreme, the like the beyond extreme version of yeah. what jihad would be. So, like, because they keep trying to use that word jihad. So, like, jihad is just basically anything that goes against the Islamic faith. So you basically, like, say if somebody is eating pork, right, and you don't want to eat pork, then that's jihad. Like, you're not eating pork because that's, you know what I'm saying, against the Islamic faith. So that's how jihad is. Jihad is just going against the Islamic faith. So when you see that and hear that on TV and then they talk, start talking about, like, suicide bombers and shit, don't pay that shit no attention. That's, like, beyond extreme. But I don't like those videos because, you know what I'm saying, like, that, that portrays that religion and, and those people in such a negative way. And then not only that, like, bro, that shit caused all kind of calamity and chaos. Like, imagine if you did that to the wrong motherfucker and they see that shit and then they got a gun on them and then they just start shooting. And now, you know what I'm yeah. saying, you got a dead YouTuber because he tried to make up a goofy-ass video. I just don't think that kind of shit is cool. Or not even that, like, what if you do that shit to the motherfucker and they got a heart problem and have a heart attack like Ed? And then next thing you know, they don't make it though. Damn, man. Why he had to throw Ed on the bus? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know what I'm saying? Like that that type shit, man. I, I don't know. It's just it's certain shit like with those YouTube videos, like they be doing, like the one dudes, they go through the hood or they go through a neighborhood and like just snatch a nigga phone and be like, ah, right, it's mine now. And then get jumped and then try to it's a prank, bro. That's not a cool prank, man. You don't know not what's good. going on in people's lives. What if this nigga was on the, in the middle of a call? And 
he finally got through and he trying to pay a bill for keep his lights on. You snatch his phone, hang up. Now he can't get through now. Now his lights get cut off because you want to be a motherfucking <laughs> asshole and prank somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just saying, man. You never know. Look, man, y'all can find me at <laughs> S.Foster8, man, on Instagram and Twitter. This guy, I swear to God, man, this guy, man, he never seems to amaze me. <laughs> Man, I, that's how I, that's that's how I think, bro. Like I, I'm telling you, man, you you just don't know. Like with certain shit, bro, you don't know. You know, you never know what's going on with certain people. That's I don't. That's why I don't fuck with people. I don't. I, I keep to myself. I keep it pushing because you don't know what's going. You know how motherfucker walk up to you. What's up, nigga? You don't know what's going on. He just mad. This nigga. Ain't, this shit ain't got nothing to do with you. He this nigga just paid child support. He got paid. He got to pay a light bill. Nigga only got fifty seven dollars to his name. And he just found out that his truck about to get repoed, and it's one oh seven. He still need fifty extra dollars. So now he's just going off on everybody. That shit ain't got nothing to do with you. Really, just mad. Just keep walking, man. You ain't got to fight this, man. Just keep walking. Nah, I mean, look, I get you, but it's just yeah. the fact that you bring up a damn light bill and somebody like get cut off. <laughs> hey, man, look, I'm telling you, bro. You you'll see what I'm talking about one day, bro. Oh, you, I know. You gonna see oh, one of these videos? You gonna see one of these YouTube videos? Where they're gonna be doing one of them goofy ass pranks where they snatch somebody's phone and this motherfucker was literally about to pay his light bill or about to order something and they miss out a, a motherfucker about to get some Jordans on whatever the shoe app is and he snatched his phone at the wrong time. Now he can't get his goddamn Jordans. That motherfucker gonna get killed on YouTube. Man. Quit playing with these people, man. Yo, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, explanations be the funniest shit ever. I'm telling you, bro. Just man, like Lil Duval said, you never know, Shouty. You never know. That you don't, man. That you don't. Yeah, man. Uh, Yeah. What if you snatch a nigga phone and this nigga is one of the cultist people? Now all of a sudden you got a goddamn demon chasing you around. (laughs) (laughs) These goddamn people. All right, man. Okay, it's it's (laughs) time. It's done time, not real. I, I had to tie it in, man. I had to tie it in. It was a good one. It was a good yeah. one, but like, yeah, it's time to go. Uh, <laughs> look, man, S. Foster Eight on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Stolen Time Pod on Instagram. On um, Stolen Time Podcast on Facebook. Um, like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, man, got a fresh uh, double feature out, man. Um, I had my homeboy Sergio Gillamon. So go check out that, man. It was episode 45 of the 28 Minutes or Less, episode 212 of the Summertime Podcast. So go check that out on all major platforms. For sure, man. Y'all make sure um, y'all go follow me at Scoots Bronson on Twitter, Scoots Bronson underscore TV on Instagram, and then Scoots Bronson TV on YouTube. Make sure uh, you go check out 15 Minutes of Fame. Um, got some new episodes coming out real soon. Uh, make sure you also go to View a Nine Pod on Instagram, and make sure uh, you follow the VA Pod Watch Group on Facebook. So, uh, yeah, that's where you can find us. And uh, that's man, that's it. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Like they say in Hollywood, that's a wrap. Cut.